stories are run on a cycle on the news to where we almost become sick of them. Crimes and mysteries oftentimes end up never getting answered. Did the family get justice for their loved one? Was the accused even guilty? Welcome to the Aftermath, where we try to answer some of the mysteries we forgot about due to life smacking us in the face with more happenings. Forgotten Story The Zodiac Killer This is the Zodiac speaking. These five words could raise fear in anyone's heart in the San Francisco area. The Backstory December 20th, 1968 David Faraday and Betty Lou Jensen killed in a gravel parking lot near Lake Herman Road in Vallejo with a 22 caliber semi-automatic pistol. A car pulled up beside them. The driver exited the car. He then began firing into the car. David was shot in the head one time. Betty Lou was shot a massive five times in her back. She was deceased by the time the crime scene had been discovered by someone driving by. Sadly, David Faraday was pronounced dead on arrival at the hospital. July 4, 1969, Darlene Farron and Mike Maggio are shot several times with a 9mm semi-automatic pistol while parked at Blue Rock Springs Park in Vallejo. As the killer walked to the car, he had a flashlight in hand, and he used the flashlight to blind the youngsters. This killing was only miles away from the other attack. Darlene Farron died, but Maggio lived thanks to being found by other teenagers to provide a description of their assailant. That same night, a man called the Vallejo Police Department, identifying the murder weapon and claiming responsibility for the killing and the Lake Herman Road murders. This would begin a pattern of the Zodiac Killer taunting the police. July 31st. 1969, the start of the Zodiac Killer communications. The San Francisco Examiner, the San Francisco Chronicle, and the Vallejo Times Herald each received letters from a person claiming to be the killer. All three of them received their own cipher. The letters each contained one-third of an encoded message. He promised to reveal his identity if the cipher could be solved. The letters were signed with a cross-circle symbol. However, they were not sure that this was truly the Zodiac Killer. The San Francisco police chief asked the Zodiac Killer if he could send some proof that he truly was in fact the killer. The Zodiac wrote another letter after the request. The police department had held certain information back to make sure they were able to contact the right person and not some attention-seeking person. The Zodiac did write again, but instead of three newspapers, he only wrote the one, the San Francisco Examiner. Examiner. The certain items that the police had held back and were not public knowledge were matched up with the Zodiac, giving the police some certainty that he was in fact the killer. Cracking the code. It was first solved by school teacher Donald Jean Harden and his wife Betty June. It was later confirmed by the FBI that the cipher was indeed correct as interpreted by the Hardens. The cipher read, I like killing people because it's so much fun. It is more fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal of all to kill. Something gives me the most thrilling experience. It is even better than getting your rocks off with a girl. The best part is that when I die, I will be reborn in paradise and all that I have killed will be my slaves. I will not give you my name because you will try to slow down or stop my collecting of slaves for my after for life. September 27, 1969. While picnicking at Lake Berryessa, 
Cecilia Shepard saw a man hiding behind a tree. Cecilia told Brian Hartnell, who was laying on the ground, what she was seeing. She then looked up and saw him coming right towards her with a gun. Suddenly, he started putting on a black hood covering his eyes with sunglasses. He even had his logo on the front of the hood. As he held the couple at gunpoint, he stated he just wanted to rob them as he was an escaped convict and was going to steal their car. Zodiac had Cecilia tie up Brian. She left it where Brian would be somewhat loose with the rope. Zodiac, however, saw this and corrected it. Then Cecilia was tied up, and the robbery took a very dark turn as Zodiac pulled a knife. He then stabbed them multiple times. On the side of the car they had driven to the park, the Zodiac took out a marker and wrote the following. He drew his logo, then put Vallejo 122068. 7 4 September 27, 69, 6.30, by knife. He listed all these dates because these were the days of all of his killings, and this was his way to confirm to police that it was, in fact, Zodiac. After the crime, he called the police again, taunting them from a payphone. He rattled off details from the scene. Hartnell survived. Cecilia did not. October 11th, 1969. Cab driver Paul Stein. A man entered his cab who looked like a description that had been given before of the Zodiac. They then drove to Presidio Park. He immediately shot Stein in the head. This time, an even more daring of an act, he immediately ripped off part of the driver's shirt and he stole the cab driver's wallet. There were several witnesses who saw him leaving the crime scene and reportedly dusting down the cab as he walked away. However, then because of a police department mishap, he had been described as an African American male. Police hurriedly went down the road looking for the African American man and they came across another man walking and he told the officers he had just seen the man running down the street. Unbeknownst to the police, they had just talked to the Zodiac killer. This would later come up in the future of one of the Zodiac's letters. Letter to Paul Avery. October 27, 1970, Chronicle newspaper reporter Paul Avery, who had been covering the Zodiac case, received a Halloween card signed with the letter Z and the Zodiac's cross circle symbol. Hand written inside the card was a note that read, Peekaboo, you are doomed. The threat was taken seriously and was the subject of a front page story in the Chronicle. Soon after receiving the letter, Avery received an anonymous letter alerting him to similarities between the Zodiac's activities and the unsolved murder of Sherry Jo Bates, which had occurred four years earlier in the City College in Riverside, more than 400 miles south of San Francisco. Avery reported his findings in the Chronicle on November 16, 1970. Zodiac sent a greeting card postmarked April 28, 1970 to the Chronicle. Written on the card was, I hope you enjoy yourselves when I have a blast. Followed by the Zodiac's cross-circle signature. On the back of the card, the Zodiac threatened to use a bus bomb soon unless the newspaper published full details that he had written. He also wanted to start seeing people wearing, quote, some nice Zodiac buttons. More letters. The next letter received included a piece of cab driver Paul Stein shirt. He then began with a new form of terror by threatening to blow up a bus of schoolchildren. Quote, schoolchildren make nice targets. I think I shall wipe out a school bus some morning. Just shoot out the front tire, then take all the kitties as they come bouncing out. In a letter postmarked June 26, 1970, the Zodiac stated that he was upset he didn't see people wearing Zodiac buttons. He wrote, I shot a man in a parked car with a 38. The Zodiac was possibly referring to the murder of 25-year-old old Sergeant Richard Raddick one week earlier at 5.25 a.m. on June 19th. Raddick was riding a parking ticket in a squad car. 
when an assailant unrelated to the traffic violation shot him in the head with a 38 caliber pistol through the closed driver's side window. Raddick died 15 hours later. The San Francisco Police Department denies that the Zodiac was involved. The murder remains unsolved. In a letter to the Chronicle postmarked July 24, 1970, the Zodiac took credit for Kathleen Jones' abduction four months after the incident. In a July 26, 1970 letter, the Zodiac paraphrased a song from the Mikado, adding his own lyrics about, quote, making a little list of ways he planned to torture his slaves in paradise. The letter was signed with a large, exaggerated, crossed circle symbol and a new score that read, Zodiac equals 13, San Francisco Police Department equals 0. A final note at the bottom of the letter stated, P.S. The Mount Diablo Code concerns radius plus number of inches along the radians. In 1981, a close examination of the radian hint by the Zodiac researcher Gareth Penn led to the discovery that a radian angle, when placed over the map, per the Zodiac instructions, pointed to the location of two Zodiac attacks. On October 7, 1970, the Chronicle received a 3-by-5-inch card signed by the Zodiac with the cross symbol and a small cross reportedly drawn with blood. The card's message was formed by pasting words and letters from an edition of the Chronicle and 13 holes were punched across the card. Inspectors Armstrong and Toshi agreed that it was highly probable that this card had been sent by Zodiac. At 2 p.m. on October 20th, 1969, someone claiming to be the Zodiac called the Oakland Police Department, demanding that one of two prominent lawyers, F. Lee Bailey or Melvin Bly, appear on AM San Francisco, a talk show on KGO TV hosted by Jim Dunbar. Bailey was not available. Bly did appear on the show. Dunbar appealed to the viewers to keep lines open. Someone claiming to be the Zodiac called in several times, and Bly asked the caller for a less ominous name, and the caller picked the name Sam. The caller said he would not reveal his true identity as he was afraid of being sent to the gas chamber, then California's capital punishment method. Bly arranged a rendezvous to meet the caller outside of a shop on Mission Street in Daly City, but no one arrived. The call was later traced back to the patient in a mental institution, and investigators concluded that this man was not the Zodiac. Another cipher arrived in the mail but it would not be decoded until 2020. It would later be decoded to say, quote, I hope you're having lots of fun in trying to catch me. That wasn't me on the TV show, which brings up a point about me. I am not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise all the sooner because I now have enough slaves to work for me where everyone else has nothing when they reach paradise. So they're afraid of death. I'm not afraid because I know that my new life will be an easy one in paradise. The confusing part. Zodiac stated he had killed more people. However, police could not identify more people that had been murdered. There had been some confusion to whether or not he had really killed as many as he claimed, 37. In the Vallejo Times-Herald story, appearing on November 13, 1972, Bill Baker of Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Office postulated that the 1963 murders of a young couple in northern Santa Barbara County might have been the work of Zodiac. On June 4, 1963, high school senior Robert Domingo 
Harris and his fiancée, Linda Edwards, were shot dead on a beach near Lompoc, having skipped school that day, quote, for Senior Ditch Day, unquote. Police believed that the assailant attempted to bind the victims, but when they freed themselves and attempted to flee, the killer shot them repeatedly in the back and chest with a 22 caliber weapon. The killer then placed their bodies in a small shack and then tried unsuccessfully to burn the structure to the ground. The Final Letter After the Lake Tahoe card, the Zodiac remained silent for nearly three years. The Chronicle then received a letter from the Zodiac postmarked January 29, 1974, praising The Exorcist as, quote, the best satirical comedy that I have ever seen. The letter included the snippet of a verse from the Mikado and an unusual symbol at the bottom that has remained unexplained by researchers. Zodiac concluded the letter with a new score. Me, 37, San Francisco Police Department, 0. The Aftermath A letter dated April 24, 1978 was initially deemed as authentic, but was eventually declared a hoax less than three months later by three experts. Dave Toshi, the SFPD homicide detective who had worked the case since the Stein murder, was thought to have forged the letter. Author Armistead Maupin believed the letter to be, quote, fan mail that praised the work of Toshi in the investigation, which he later received in 1976. He believed both letters were written by Toshi. While he admitted to writing the fan mail, Toshi denied forging the Zodiac letter and was eventually cleared of any charges. The authenticity of this letter remains unverified. A team of former law enforcement members, prosecutors, intelligence officers that calls itself the Casebreakers said they had determined the identity of the killer responsible for the series of murders in the San Francisco Bay Area in the 1960s. The Casebreakers said they had new physical and forensic evidence. An eyewitness supported theory that the Air Force veteran who died in 2018 was behind the murders. Case Facts Majority of the crimes happened near water or a street named for water. Only one was not associated with water. That was the cab driver Paul Stein's murder. The other addresses. Lake Berryessa, Lake Herman Road, Blue Rock Springs Park, the shoreline of Lake Berryessa, Oceanside, California, Riverside City College in Riverside, California. Zodiac wore what has been described as an executioner's costume for at least one of his killings. Zodiac appeared wearing clip-on dark glasses, a black executioner's hood with a white circle and cross on the chest, a foot-long knife with a taped wooden handle, and a scabbard with brass rivets. Another possible medieval symbol is the logo the Zodiac used. Most people see crosshairs when looking at the signature, but it also bears a striking similarity to the wooden cross, a key component of the Germanic mythology. The cross is also known as Odin's cross in Norse mythology and across Europe as the sun or solar cross, an ancient symbol connected with the heavens. He may have also served in the military. According to some ciphers, the encryption scheme Zodiac used in the 340 cipher can be found in a 1950s army cryptography field manual. Zodiac altered the code so that it had to be read diagonally, which made it more difficult to figure out. Other Zodiac ciphers are believed to derive from the military. Other evidence supports the idea of a military background. Vallejo, the site of at least one attack, was a Navy town. Some investigators believe Zodiac knew Vallejo too well to not lived or worked there at some point. If so, the idea that the Zodiac may have been part of the Navy would be a logical guess. Also, 
A shoe print found at the scene of one of the crimes showed that he wore military boots primarily used by the men in the Navy. DNA may help solve the case, maybe. In 2018, investigators sent envelopes used by the suspected killer to the lab for advanced DNA analysis. Authorities plan to run the recovered DNA through an online genealogy site and will attempt to identify the Zodiac killer through family connections. Though the DNA sample is imperfect and cannot be matched exactly, it can rule out suspects. Just how hard will it be to pinpoint the Zodiac is unclear. Sources History.com the San Francisco Chronicle, TheGuardian.com, USA Today, Medium.com. Will the case of the Zodiac ever truly be solved, or will it remain a mystery? For the Aftermath, I'm your host, Daniel Hudson. See you next time. <laughs>